So here we are again, Chris, Living Room 101. Oh, yeah? Yeah! <laughs> We're back again. Is it? Yeah. What you got for me? Well, you want me to go first? Let's go straight into it. <laughs> All right, what I, what I would like you to put into Living Room 101 this week, please, Tom Collinson, is as follows. Yeah. Um, it's email addresses that are couples' names together or subdivisions uh, family ones so okay. i'm thinking derek and siobhan at waitrose.net the green hills at flambards.co.uk that's quite a common <laughs> one i find like the house you, you just know that's the house name yeah um or like ken at the williamsons.net yeah um why is it annoying you um, <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's because I just think everyone should just be an individual with their email address. It makes it makes me nervous. I don't really believe that everyone in the collective is really happy with the situation. You know, I think, oh, don't know about that. Can, I, it's perfectly fine if you all just have your separate email addresses, you know? Yeah. Mm. So there's a sort of, your sort of feeling for these other people within the family unit who might yeah. be kind of going, Oh God, why do I have to like, subscribe to the uh, family email address? <laughs> I sort of feel like I, I suppose what I'm doing is I'm putting myself in the position of being in that situation and thinking I might go along with that just to be, you know, part of the group. Everyone, you know, you want to be part of the gang, but, mm. but I, I wouldn't really be happy with it. I mean, are you are you sort of dead against the quirky email address generally, or are you? Uh, I mean, do you I'm, like not, a bit of, I'm not a bit of dead against it, but um, I suppose it's a bit like my stance on tattoos. I, I think, like your arm, for example, should be um, <laughs> it should be good in any situation, right? So I suppose it's maybe like an acting thing where like, I feel like if you get like a big tattoo, then that, that's going to be a really, really annoying if you suddenly got a part in some historical drama and you've got a wham tattoo, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. picture of George Michael's face on your forearm, you know, yeah. um, what about Richley? Um, well, Richley, you could probably dress up to look like an Elizabethan courtier or, 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 you know, you'd be like, that's like that Elizabethan courtier has got a really good tattoo for the time. Um, mm. But I don't know the face, so I'm assuming it's the Earl of Sussex. Yeah. yeah. Or someone who's, you know, crushed a rebellion somewhere. Um, yeah. Whereas George Michael, you're thinking, I just don't think Catherine of Aragon knew who George Michael was. No. Um, Richley, um, when I was a season heir, <laughs> Richley uh, turned up on our campsite. Wow, where was that? With his family, uh, Southwest France. Oh, it's the Southwest France season, air season. Because <laughs> there was the Alps one as well, wasn't there? There was, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was just, just you know, camping. Um, him and his family. <laughs> okay, so here's a question: How did you know it was An- Andrew Ridgely? Did you recognise him, or you had like the booking name and stuff? Well, I didn't. I didn't sort of check him in, um, but so right. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but someone so. The guy, um, actually, I think it was a woman who checked him in, sort of said uh, <laughs> that he that he that, that he turned up, and um, I think presumably she had his name, 
Um, and he probably, when he turned up, sort of said, yeah, it's, it's Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Ridgely. Um, Do you think he said it's Andrew Ridgely from Wham? No, I think his email was probably at wham.com. Ah, um, it's probably just so, Andrew at wham.com and then George had George at wham.com. I think maybe George probably eschewed the, um, the band name email. And possibly you, don't he, you don't think he still had it, but he just used it for all his spam stuff, like for when he signed up for mailing lists to get 10% off. Well, like a sort of BT Connect. Um, yeah. <laughs> really out of date email. Yeah. Or like the um, AOL um, ones that people still have, you know. Oh, yeah. Or like Talk 21. Like back from yeah, 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 yeah. Years yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I assume um, I assume George kept it for like when he wanted ten percent off at Gap, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, he was always trying to uh, get discounts at Gap, wasn't he? <laughs> um, I imagine so. Yeah, who, who isn't? You know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Andrew Ridge Tentley um, could have been his like camping persona, couldn't it? And Andrew at Ridgely Tents. Uh, no, Andrew at RidgeleysGoCamping.com. Yeah. Oh, but, but hang on, I haven't got to the bottom of this. So, so you, But you only knew it was him because he'd be checked in. Like you didn't, because yeah. I don't feel like if I saw Andrew Ridgely on a campsite, I've got to admit to Wham fans that I don't think I would recognize Andrew Ridgely. In fact, I know I wouldn't because I can't even think of what he looks like, apart from like, um, his brown hair. Very distinctive eyes, though, didn't he? Very sort of like... Really? And a quite droopy, um, <laughs> bit, a bit like um, actually that dog droopy, wasn't it? The uh, mm, mm. I'm the hero, or whatever he used to say um, in that cartoon. Mm. Very droopy, droopy eyes, um, Ridgely. I might have got it from the eyes and thought, is oh, that, they look familiar. Is that Deputy Dog? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, when you said he had very distinctive eyes. I mm. thought to myself, oh, they must be quite like piercing and sort of they see right through you. And then you said they're quite droopy. Yeah. I thought that'd be quite disappointing, wouldn't it? If someone said, you've got very distinctive eyes. You'd think, oh, thank you very much. And they said, uh, yeah. they're really, they're quite droopy. Yeah. You look like well, that just, cartoon dog. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, just, distinctive in a bad way. Well, that's it though, isn't it? Because distinctive doesn't carry with it any sort of backpack of negative or positive. It could be either. Yeah. I think it. I think it tends to be good though, because it points towards some sort of like uniqueness, you know. Mm. Like, I suppose distinction um, yeah. is got positive connotation, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so distinctive is sort of uh, sharing a bit of that. Uh, but I suppose like Mr. Light. Blobby, Mr. Blobby is pretty distinctive, isn't he? You know. Yeah. He stands out, doesn't he, old Blobby? He does, yeah. He's got distinctive eyes as well, isn't he? Very big eyelashes. <laughs> yes, lovely yeah. big eyes, actually. Yeah, probably, probably his best feature. It's definitely his best feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, can we can we just can we just agree to get rid of Derek and Siobhan at Waitrose.net? Well, you were sort of saying your forearm should be reserved for what? Oh, oh, that's what I was saying. I. Yeah. yeah, like your forearm shouldn't really have a tattoo on it because you might need it like for a job interview. Your hand definitely shouldn't have a tattoo on it mm. because it's not going to be, if, what you know, you're in your sister's wedding photo and it's all very traditional. Your hand could ruin that a bit. 
I mean, I do mm. concede that you may say my hand is more important than my sister's wedding photo. Fair dues. But, you know, like, I think as, you know, in, in my kind of um, simplistic, minimalist dojo, I want everything to be multifunctional, I guess. And so, you know, my hand's got to be multifunctional. I don't want it to have a big picture of a rose on it, you know. So yeah. um, I think if your email address is um, – something that relates to your nickname from your last holiday or like something distinctive you did at, at school, like, uh, <laughs> like maybe <laughs> Martin Jones from my school who did the shot part and then managed to get a minus score because somehow it went behind him. You know, <laughs> like if he had like um, shot part minus at hotmail.com, I just don't, mm. I think that'd be funny for about three months, but yeah. Um, oh, shit, shit put. <laughs> that'd be good. <laughs> um so yeah you know me you know me and my my style i i Mm. I prefer to keep it simple stupid no fair Um, enough is it the um so it and it's specifically the family name family i find quite uncomfortable i I know couples ones i I find equally as bad actually in fact i think i find couples worse yeah it's sort of smug isn't it a little bit it's a bit smug i don't think i've come across a couples one if you oh, have really? like a, oh, you're so fine. it's like a it's a joint email that they mm-hmm. both yeah. use. So they're yeah, getting yeah. each other's emails. Yeah, it's like you having Mel and Tom uh, at hotmail dot com. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe so, they use it for like dinner party invites or or replies, but yeah. you don't need to because CC exists. And it feels a, it feels a little bit like one of the partners has sort of introduced the idea of it and is kind of forcing the other it one. It does. I don't believe that Derek and Siobhan both want that email address as much as the other one. And also, what if Derek or Siobhan go off it? You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I, I would at least like um, Derek and Siobhan to have to sign some kind of legally binding document to assure me that they, they both want it as much, you know? Yeah. Like in in sort of ten years down the line, they should do a kind of renewing of their vows for the email, shouldn't they? Really, they should. They absolutely yeah. should have to do that. A little yeah. a little email test. Yeah. If Derek and Siobhan break up, right? Siobhan hasn't actually really been into Derek for a couple of years now, to be honest. Mm. Um, and they actually weren't even married. They had had a kind of a sort of ceremony on holiday but it wasn't legally binding. Um, mm. And Siobhan's been in love with someone else at work, right? And mm. Mm. it's fallen apart. How does she know mm. for sure? Well, A, she's going to have to like, she doesn't want to send out an email to everyone on Derek and Siobhan at, at Waitrose.net's contact list to say, we've broken up, you know, that that's awkward. But how does she know people aren't emailing her at that email address? She might have to send that email out, though. I've received that email before. Have you received have one of those? You? I've received an email like that. Yeah, just informing everybody of. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's it's horrible. It's really sad. It's really sad. But coming from a joint email address would introduce a horrible note of irony, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it would a bit. Did you um? Did you read about um Jack White from the White Stripes? So he was married to that um British model Karen Nelson. Is she called? Oh right, um, and they had a divorce party. Did they? They sent, out, they sent out like wedding invites, but for their divorce party. He's got a history here, hasn't he? Because he was with um, 
Meg he's White. With, yeah, he's with Meg White. But then they, they sort of said their relationship was like brother and sister um, after a while, didn't they? And oh, then That's a bit strange, isn't it? And that, that was a bit strange. But then yeah. he's married to this other person who has also split up with him incredibly amicably. 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 <laughs> <laughs> In fact, more than amicably. Yeah, by having a party. He just loves a breakup, doesn't he? Loves it. He actually only gets married so that he can have a divorce party, probably. Yeah. Right? Um It's it's I've I've come across that before with like musicians. What? Where well just like the kind of sudden kind of arbitrary breakup and it it's always done in a weird way. I reckon it's well. I reckon it's to sort of like generate material, isn't it? Mm. To write some songs about, so that we all you, want to listen to their next album. If you're a purveyor of like, you know, if you're a song a songsmith, and mm. Um, mm. generally it's about relationships, isn't it? Songs, it is. Oft, often. And um, mm. but if you're in like a long term relationship since you're 18 until you like die, there's mm. no there's no real material there, is there? Mm. I suppose not really. Yeah. Um, this putting it in, ah, oh, oh, it's up to them though, isn't it? Um, well, I think you'd be helping people out in their marriage. It smacks to me of like an older generation thing where mm-hmm. it's a kind of parents thing almost, isn't it? I think a little bit where yeah. they've done it and they, it, it smacks to me of that kind of attitude to technology generally where, you know, it's like the, f- it's like the the Facebook posts of of a parent, you know, um, yeah. and like, yeah, like, everyone's worst nightmare: their parent being on Facebook. Think, yeah, goodness, my parents aren't on Facebook, and just giving 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 their kids like so much sugar all the time in response to their posts, oh. and um, oh. you know, and then and then often like a little addendum, like see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Probably not that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, see you next Thursday in, in instead of that, but that doesn't really work either. But you know, see you next Saturday. At, at, oh yeah, at, I know. And Auntie, it's like, Auntie Jones, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. All they're trying to say is, look at this carrot cake I made, and then the mum's underneath, exactly like, see you, Auntie Jones. Or, oh, maybe yeah. you could make that cake. And then the child yeah. just wants to write underneath. Oh, shut up, mum. This isn't for you. This is yeah. for university friends to see that my baking's come on a lot. <laughs> um and it's never edgy is it the parents are never they've never got an angle with it it's like yeah. so it's a bit like that isn't it and i think i don't know i think that sort of generation should be given a bit of leeway up shouldn't they um, well it might be a bit like you know like the answer phone thing where, where, where they probably think it, it, it it's the next thing on from like the answer phone where because it was for the landline it would be for the whole family mm. and then maybe email well, email did come along really pre-mobile, everyone having their own mobile phone. So I imagine it possibly could be just like the next step on from the family answer phone is like, oh, now we're doing these ele- electronic mails. Are we all right? Well, let's have the family one then, you know. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, I don't think I'm going to put it in. You don't think you are? or <laughs> It's not going in. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what's ha- that's what's happened. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, next time you see it, 
uh, it'll annoy yeah. you and uh, it'll be your fault. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm all right with that, actually. I'm all right. <laughs> right. So, um, okay. Okay, cool. We'll keep that then. We'll keep families or couples having emails like that then. Cool. All right. What have you, um, what you got for me? Um, okay. So, um, yeah, this is pockets that are too shallow. <laughs> like I'm, um, I'm actually wearing them at the moment. Um, this pair of trousers that it is totally spoiling the enjoyment of wearing the trousers, um, knowing that the pockets are too shallow. And there are certain angles, you know, if I'm sitting down in a really comfy seat somewhere, yeah. um, you know, I know that at like, the back of my mind, there's something up, I'm not comfortable. I'll yeah. possibly forget yeah. that I've got the shallow pocket trousers on. And, um, yeah. and you know, about an hour later, I'll realize, you know, oh, something's fallen out of my pocket. You know, or it's sort of reading a reading a bedtime story to Stan, and I'll be on, and then all the you know all the stuff in the pocket is on the bed. Like when I get up, and I just think, oh, oh, it's shallow pocket trouser time. You know, if you've got any change, if you've got any loose change, these these, I know, I know that if I go out um, in the morning um, and I've got like say four pound fifty in change in in my oh, pocket, nice. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I come back, when I come back, I'll have one pound twenty. <laughs> and I'll be and I'll be down a car key as well, you know. It's just really well, that annoying. Can't happen too often. Come on. Well, I'll, I'm often getting up from somewhere like a comfy chair and picking up the car key because it's fallen out. Okay. Unbeknownst okay. to me. Um. So. So. Okay. Right. Do, I mean, how often does this? I don't. I don't feel like this is a thing that really happens to me. I got to be honest. Really. So you've you've basically got a whole uh, set of trousers that uh, <laughs> that that have deep pockets yeah i suppose so but you know as is my style i hate having anything in my pockets i hate having anything in there apart from a tissue i can i can see that that is very chris chris dojo i'm i'm a little bit of a hoarder in the pocket area um so well that's gonna make your trousers all misshapen i know You, you, you don't you don't often put coins in there do you where do you keep your coins? If my not coins only go in that front zipper bit of my rucksack. Oh, my God. I'm not putting coins in my trouser pocket. I don't want that jingle jangle following me around, for goodness sake. That's that's, that's very, very Chris Dojo. You've yeah, got your I coins in your rucksack. Yeah, I'm not risking the, the spill out. I'm not risking in, the spill out on the sofa. In there with your squished banana. Or, as I've been doing recently, um, the the tangerine that goes rock hard. Oh, yeah. You know, you find it down there, and you're like, I don't remember putting a stone in my bag. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's the tangerine I've had in there since the beginning of December. Are you likely to eat that tangerine? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes yeah. I do. Because yeah. it's still, weirdly, it's got its juice in there, isn't it? It has got its I juice, mean, hasn't it? The flesh isn't great, but yeah. it's got its juice. I'd say the tangerine was one of the... It's it's one of the fruits that you can leave the longest um, <laughs> and still kind of feel it's all right to eat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, another speciality of mine, I'm doing it right now, is a few lemons and limes in the fruit bowl. You don't oh, yeah. get round to eating them for a while, do you? Um, no. And then you're like, this happened to me yesterday. I was like, I had a lime. It's rock hard. It's like a freaking pebble. And yeah. uh, But I'm like, that's got juice in it. And I just want the uh, juice. I mean, I don't yeah. eat. I don't eat limes like a tangerine. 
Um, no. You know, so chop it in half, squeeze the juice out, bobs your knob, lovely jubbly. Lovely jubbly. And the thing about the lemon and lime just nestling in your fruit bowl is you're getting a lot of cosmetic usage out of that before you actually get your practical usage of <laughs> squeezage, isn't it? Yeah, although they don't look so great when they're all husky and dried. Uh, my fruit bowl's not looking great at the moment, you know. But then you do the top up. Oh, my God, you feel like some kind of, uh, you know, like Greek god with your your bowl overflowing with a shiny apple and some lemons. Do you feel like Bacchus? I do. I feel like Bacchus. Although, the irony mm. here, I wouldn't actually put my grapes in the fruit bowl. I put my grapes in a separate bowl. Do you? Yeah. Do you have a grape bowl then? A bowl just for grapes? No, no. I would just put them in, in, in any old bowl. But here's the thing about the grapes. There ain't no grapes sitting in my fruit bowl. If I buy grapes, they're getting snuffed within half an hour. Who can resist a grape? And I will eat the whole bunch. Well, the grape's almost the opposite to the tangerine, isn't it? You have to wolf. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wolf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, can't leave. You, can't, you put a bunch of grapes in your bag. <laughs> All hell will break loose. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, I rarely put my bunch of grapes in my rucksack, you know. I'm mm. just quick rinse in a bowl, snarfed. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's yeah. like buying a chockey bar or a pack, yeah. bag of crisps. They're, oh, yeah. there to, they're there to be eaten. I might I tell myself I'll only eat half of these because, you, you know, you can get a lot of grapes, but no chance. No chance. Who am I fooling? They're all going. And also, the other thing with a grape is it never ceases to surprise me how tasty they are. And I always yeah. forget. Yeah. I always forget. Even now, I know that when I taste a grape, um, it's going to be really more tasty than I was expecting. <laughs> I know. Really refreshing. Really <laughs> refreshing. Very refreshing. Like having a drink of water sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yet, but, I, know I, I have that knowledge stored, and yet mm. it still surprises me how, how um, tasty they are and refreshing. If they weren't called grapes, if they were called like um, um, goblets of joy, or, or yeah. like, um, you know, uh, elven, el elven globes. You just be like, <laughs> yeah, they do taste like an elven globe. You know, they're mm. delicious. They're like magically delicious. Mm. Especially the really cold, crunchy ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> they are. I, um, you know what? I'm. St- I just have to say this again. I'm still, still reeling from you saying that banana was the tastiest fruit. <laughs> I think about it quite a lot. And I mean, like, surely you don't think a banana is tastier than a grape. I think it's sweeter. I think it's the sweetest fruit. <laughs> a banana? Yeah. Is the sweetest fruit. You think a banana is sweeter than a mango? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I'll say to you is, oh, goodness all I'll say to you is banana split. That's not the banana that's sweet, Tom. That's everything else that goes on top of the banana. Yeah, but they're not saying, they're not having, the reason that banana turns up in your dessert bowl, like, more often than not, is <laughs> on a wimpy menu or whatever, is because it's a staple of the wimpy menu because it's really, really sweet. And it goes together <laughs> with ice, ice cream and cream and, and chocolate banana sauce. Banana doesn't turn up on my um, dessert menu that often. Well, it does if you go to a wimpy. Well, the, the last wimpy I saw was on Leon C, and I haven't yeah. seen a wimpy since. They've got one in um, Woolwich. Really? Yeah, I saw it the other day. I, Are they still serving take... on, like, proper China plates? 
Well, I don't know. This is the thing, Chris, because I'm going to take uh, Stan there and relive vicariously the first time I had a Knickerbock Glory, which was in a Wimpy Bar. And like, if they've still got that on the menu, that's going to be an A1 result for Stan. It's going to be an A1 result for everyone. Everyone's going to have a brilliant time. Um, have you ever had a banana fritter at a Chinese restaurant? Oh, they're good, aren't they? Oh, so good. And how sweet are they, Chris? Yeah, they're very sweet, but that's because they've got a sort of toffee casing. Okay, yeah. I mean, you, you know, like, I, I find that the strawberry, for example, turns up far more regularly on my dessert menu than the banana. I can't believe I haven't even mentioned banoffee pie. <laughs> banoffee pie, I rest my case. <laughs> Look, I like a banoffee pie, but it's sweet because of the toffee, not the banana. But that banana's in there because it's nestling up and it's in, it's in the taste zone Look, with, the toff- with the toffee. You're, you're trying to spin it like the banana really dominates the dessert menu. God, it dominates. The more I think about it, it dominates. No, it doesn't. What about a pineapple upside down cake? No one's invented the banana upside down cake. You could easily have a banana up there, in there, upside down. (laughs) (laughs) You could easily have a banana up there. Yeah. (laughs) Especially a a really squidgy one from your rucksack. Oh, no one wants that. No one wants that. No chance. Anyway, the pockets and... The thing is, I've got a suit, yeah? Right. It's got really shallow pockets, but it's got a lip, and they've designed this little lip at the mouth of the pocket that stops your change falling out. It's brilliant. All what it is, is just where, where does the lip go? Like, back into the pocket? I don't yeah, really sort of, I don't know, even know how they've done it, but there's the pockets. It never lo- You don't lose change out of the suit. Hang on, hang on. Trousers. You would put change in suit trousers. Why do you, what have you got all this change for? You don't need change anymore. Just have your card, your contactless card, yeah, or your phone. This is probably change. historic. I'm talking about this is a historical <laughs> reference, yeah. Yeah, but look, I'm not I mean, build a case here for me to put this into Living Room 101. And yeah, you know, like I don't think anyone's going to come to Living Room 101 and say penny farthings are annoying because that little wheel. Makes it, I don't know, it makes it really unstable. I'll be like, I, it's okay. Like, no one's really riding penny farthings anymore. Well, this is, um, no, but the, this this pair of trousers I've got on now is like, got a shallow pocket. And what I'm saying about the suit is, it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be so shallow. <laughs> There's an easy way of designing that pocket. It's lazy design for not getting that, that change falling out of there. You think um, it's, it's shallow on the part of the designer as well? Yeah, exactly. Talk properly about it. Listen, my pocket discipline is absolutely atrocious. I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up. But being a person that can't really organise their pockets effectively, I need those pockets to accommodate me in that, you know, in that way. So this is something that maybe you're not feeling, but but so you'll need to just sort of like try and get um, under my skin about it. How shallow are these pockets? Like, what's the depth <laughs> in centimetres? Four, five, maybe. Oh, that is shallow. What are they? A chino? They're a chino, I guess. Yeah. Do yeah. you um? So you wear a chino in your everyday life? Well, my jeans are in the wash, so I've gone chino uh, today. Ah, it's a jeans in the wash situation. Yeah, yeah and yeah, the thing yeah. is, I put them on. When I put them on, I thought, oh god, shallow, shallow chino. I mean, I like the trouser. All the other aspects of the trouser wor- is working, but the the pockets area is just really letting me down. So you thought about not wearing them because of the pockets. Um, I'll think ahead as to what occasion is this and will I end up with something in my pocket at this occasion? And I've gone, nah, I'm not wearing the chino. 
<laughs> right, right, right. Or at least I'm, wear- I'm wearing another item of clothing that I know has got deep pockets where I'll be able to, you know, put put, put said change. Oh, they'll all like clump together and you have like a big bulge at the bottom and when you walk it'll ch- clanky clank clank. Well, it's clanking against me stones, isn't it? Oh, I thought you meant your testicles there. You mean no, my standstones. Stand- so, so hang on. So your standstones are in that pocket always, yeah. every day. Yeah, and if they're falling out, then that is not good news oh, at all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, is there a lucky so, chance? So not dojo behavior. I know. So you take so those good. stones with you everywhere, do you? They're my lucky charms. I can't get rid of them. I can't put them on a shelf like you do with your stones where you can't even remember where you got them from. <laughs> <laughs> who gave you them why don't you put um, them in your bag I haven't got a bag oh like, that's quite dojo these days I haven't got a bag I mean I just don't you know have uh, occasion to have a bag I am not very convinced by these shallow pockets so you just yeah you're just gonna <laughs> um okay no I, I can see that you're retaliating for earlier but um <laughs> that's really? fine that's fine no, um, no, I just don't. I just have to, you know, lose, lose, you know, every single day I go out, lose pretty much like 65% of my uh, loose change in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, because you don't need change anymore, especially not in COVID world. Yeah. You know? Um, so you're not, you're not putting it in, are you? No. No. No, okay. because I, I, I sort of don't really believe it really is the pocket's problem. I think it's sort of you. I think you're overfilling the pocket. Mm, I think I think you're overfilling the pocket. I don't think you need all that stuff in there. Like I get Stan's mm. special stones, but I, I, I don't think they need to be in your jeans pocket all the time. Well, I won't get the look from them, will I? If I don't carry them around with me, you put them <laughs> in your bag. You don't have a bag. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, all right, but don't put coins in there, okay? All right. Then. What would you mean? Don't have a bag. Where do you keep? Well, I'm not. Yeah, well, I'll have a bag when I'm when I'm going into work, but lockdown, I'm working from home, so I don't carry a bag around. Me. But you don't need things in your pockets at home. What you need, <laughs> you need the stones in your pockets at home to get the luck. Well, <laughs> I'm not emptying my pockets every time I come back home. You know, I mean. So your jeans just go on the floor with the stones still in the pocket and then you wake up the next day and put them back on and the stones are just always in the pocket? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you doing an empty before you take it? Yeah. Take... Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm doing an empty. But that's because I I do the hang-up. They're the hanging upside down. They're kind of ending okay. falling down. No, true, yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. dojo behavior, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to be put away. They need to be put away. Mm-hmm. We've got time, Chris, for a very quick one. I don't know whether you've got something up your oh, go on then, yeah, sleeve yeah, or your or your shallow pocket. Yeah, I think this has got to go in. It's those people. Why do they do this? So those people that only write in capital letters. Okay, what on a text or in an email? Or, or something? In an email, in an email, or, or in a text, but it is mainly in an email. Why are you mm. shouting at me? What is mm. this? I have known mm. people who only do it. I've experienced it at work where people do it. Um, yeah. Uh, or, but are they or shouty are people? I don't know. Sometimes I don't even know them. But it's just right. like, what is it? Why? Why are you doing that? What's with the? Is why is the caps lock stuck? What is that? Or even, mm. 
Or even, actually, I'm going to expand this out, like block capital is just in a sentence to explain something to you. You know, please mm. do not, capitals, put this in blah, blah, blah. It's like, I can read. I can read the word yeah. not. I don't need that capitalized. You know, it's mm. just very patronizing. And I just think it's either shouty or it's kind of weirdly mm. patronizing or, or bossy. Um, mm. The only time I like a, a capitalized thing is is, is for, for irony, for sarcasm, for, you know, for jokes. It can be quite useful. For jokes, for yeah. Yeah. So have you got an example where someone is quite a shouty person and, and then also writes in block capitals? Have you come across mm, that? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, and I did you, have a friend, you know, um, I don't really see him very much anymore, but he was quite um, – he wasn't shouty, but he was quite um, – he was an actor, good actor, but he was quite um, theatrical, I suppose. He was quite a present, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and he did it. He used to do it. Uh, mm. And it was, I don't know, it kind of seemed appropriate for him because it was quite, it was just quite big, you know what I mean? It was quite big. I've got a friend who does it who is very shouty. I, I find it totally appropriate for them to do it because they're like that, that kind of person. It, and they're really funny you know, in their shoutiness. It's like really, she, I mean, it's a woman, she's really loud and sort of shouty and, and very sort of like um, in your face and like, and she mm. writes in exactly the same way. And it's brilliant. Yeah. I really, really like it. And there's like punctuation, it. punctuation all over the place, all over the place. Punctu- really? It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just and in she's, the middle of a sentence. But a hundred percent, she is like that in real life. You know what I mean? And I thought fair play to you, <laughs> totally. Um, what I don't like is <laughs> when you was, when you when you when you say um yeah like when it's in a negative thing like do not do this do not I just say oh don't you know oh, that's that's oh. pretty annoying that's pretty yeah annoying. yeah yeah um, yeah that's super annoying job just adverts think, yeah. is what I I really find it bad about job adverts do not apply if you yeah. haven't got these you know big thing like I am no I'm not yet an employee of you and yet you're feeling like you have license to act like my boss already <laughs> you know what i mean it's like oh yeah 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 it's very bossy mm. i do I, I just i wonder i was thinking about it do you think there's a thing with certain people where they don't it's almost like a um like a, a defense mechanism where they're not entirely sure of where you should use capitals and so if they just do it all in capitals the danger's taken away. And it also says, I'm not trying to be grammatically correct. I'm doing this all in capitals. Uh, this is, is signaling. This is text speak. Um, you know, if you write with a quill, huh. you expect that person's, you know, grammar to be correct or, you know, with a fountain pen or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're just texting in block capitals, it's sort of a bit like, um, like the language is that of a, like a warning poster or something. Like it's not, this is not sort of English literature. This is just words getting a message across. It's a kind of, I suppose it's that kind of false confidence. I'm feeling a bit insecure, so I'm going to be quite um, okay. bossy. And no, I would yeah. like you to take that off the bill, please. And um, because we were not happy with the service. Thank you. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of like yeah. a slight protective layer. It was yeah. just a theory. Might not be correct, but it just popped into my head there. Are you saying that you want to put it in in that circumstance or you want to just get rid of it completely? Actually, in that circumstance, I kind of don't want to get rid of it because if it's making people feel better to use it as some kind of defense mechanism, then then I'm actually all right with it. 
<laughs> I think it's just I, I think it's more that I just don't understand it. That's what it is, to be honest. So it annoys me because I'm yeah. like, what? Why do? Why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing that? It's like yeah. it, it's like shouting in someone's face all the time. Like, like you can still be heard. Like you can still communicate like that but why would you do that like it's just annoying and too much just talk to me yeah. just talk to me why are you shouting at me do you use it in a script ever instead of saying like a exclamation mark or anything like that you just put it in capitals yeah 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 sometimes see that can be quite useful though it is useful isn't it i think the reader i think really responds in the way you want them to but what you're saying is like they don't necessarily want you to um it's just aggressive isn't it it is aggressive it's aggressive i think i would i think i'm keen to put it in in when someone's trying to be aggressive or put you down or being patronizing you know what i mean telling yeah. you what to do um and it should be the power of the words themselves shouldn't it rather than having to mm. capitalize it and and it is really sort of um condescending i think in that sense do not do it chris do not yeah you, like not it's like as if you're not going to get it unless they put it in capitals. Like, well, he yeah. never gets it, Chris, so I'm going to put it in capitals so he can understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, that's awful. I'd be very happy, very happy for that to go in. But what I would really like to go in is just what I feel is like an unthinking entire message in capital letters. Mm. Because I, d I just don't think that's necessary. I find it like also just kind of aesthetically unattractive. <laughs> um yeah i'm kind of going the opposite of you then I'm, I'm i'm thinking it annoys me more when i know why they've done it you're saying it annoys you when you don't really know why they've done it <laughs> yeah um, well, i think they've done it unthinkingly yeah. like they yeah. don't know why they've done it they don't know why either but i think again I've, i'm sort of giving them a bit more leeway about it i just sort of feel like mm. a bit like the you know the couple's email address it's like that's kind of what they want to do, and it's not really. You're quite. You're kind of a leeway guy, aren't you? Well, I'm not often a leeway guy, but um, in these two <laughs> examples, I feel like <laughs> I don't want to shut them down. You know, I think you know, fair play to them. If you were to have like a, a writing pseudonym, right? <laughs> oh no! Would you go for leeway? Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, leeway. Leeway. Um, it's very good, though, isn't he, Lee? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah, Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Child, the crime oh, writer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yay. Um, so Lee Child, right? So mm. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've never read any of his books, but my I think of them as being like real American. Uh, he writes this series. I hope this is right. I could be <laughs> completely mixing him up with someone else, but this Jack Reacher <laughs> series, right? Um, oh, yeah. And they're all like really American. He's going all over America. He lives in, mm. you know, in the States, Lee Child. Um, I found out quite recently he's from Coventry. Oh, yeah. 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 He's mm. British. Lee Child is like the most American author I could think of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so American, like crime fiction. Mm. Um, and good. Mm. I'm sure they're good. But um, yeah, it just took me, took me by surprise that. Anyway, yeah, so, you know, maybe Lee Wei. Um, is an American but who, who lives in Birmingham and, and writes um, like really British crime stories. Like there's a murder in Skegness and he goes and like, it's all <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. I love the way he's based in Birmingham, but he's writing about the East Coast. That's 
Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, uh, like, you know, like, you know, Lee Child, his, yeah. you know, Jack Reacher goes all over America. I know because my yeah. dad reads them, he tells me about them. But that's Lee Way's way, isn't it, really? He, yeah, um, that's Lee's way, yeah. He'll often write about the um, opposite side of the country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to put him in the Capitals when it's ag- aggressive and patronizing. Uh, nobody needs that. Um, um okay <laughs> i think you might i think we might already have put that in you know <laughs> yeah, earlier on there was an episode where you didn't like like production um production yes. job applications which were being horrid yeah but the capitals was a specific part of that which we never put in i don't think <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well thanks i mean thanks I'm, yeah. I'm glad that's gone. It's not really what I came for, but I've enjoyed my day. I've had a really good day out. and um, Yeah, you came you know, with nothing. Yeah, I came with nothing. Um, Chris, we've run out of time. Aw. Yeah, so we better uh, wind it up. Um, so on that note, I'm going to say uh, bye-bye. <laughs> that was really simple, wasn't it? Simple end there. Yeah. If I'd just gone straight into a goodbye, that would have just been the most simple ending we'd ever had, wouldn't it? <laughs> Probably would, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to say um, goodbye.